Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. Okay. really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand hello you're listening to you okay hun a weekly advice podcast i'm your host the actor who played tinky winky on teletubbies before getting sacked for visiting a series of south london dominatrices in costume dave (laughs) and i'm Lisa. Demon, no all. And we're going to combine our years of experience listening to people complain and our complete lack of qualifications to solve a mixture of your problems and funny problems other people had that we found on the internet. I will read the problems and my spiritual mentor Mona Lisa will do the emotional labour, provide the realness and guide us to a workable solution, or at least that's how it's supposed to work. I just yawned. Full disclosure, I just had a nap, everyone. <laughs> if you're enjoying the show, or if you're a regular subscriber... Please leave us a review on iTunes, then tell your friends. Also, write a review as well. I need to change this part of the script, but I'm not going to do it right now because I like to fly by the seat of my pants. These are two things, three things, that will really help us grow and we really appreciate your support. We'd also love for you to submit your problems. It can be your problem, a friend's problem, a problem you found somewhere else, or fuck it, you can even make it up. We'd never know. To submit, you can tweet us at Podcast. You can email us on youokhunpodcast at gmail.com and if you want to stay 100% anonymous, you can leave us a message at curiouscat.me slash youokhun. These links will be in the show description. I mean, what's the fucking hold up for people not submitting their problems? Well, you're going hard like, on that. I am. I'm going hard. I'm going hard. We're going to do a good cop, bad cop situation. Okay. Like, what is the problem? Well, Lisa, maybe there People are... have problems. Everyone has problems. Tell us. Tell us about them. We do really please. want your problems. I know. Please, please. And I bet if I met you in real life, I could get the problems out of you. Don't make me come to your house. <laughs> okay. Um, I think people uh, are just a little bit worried about airing their dirty laundry. Also, probably maybe they can't be bothered. Should we maybe just ask on Twitter? We don't have enough Twitter followers for that. We have 43 Twitter followers. <laughs> That's a decent amount. We nearly have 3,000 listens to our podcast, though. Imagine everyone that listened followed us on Twitter and gave us a problem. We'd yeah. be snowed under. We'd have to kill ourselves. <laughs> oh, I find that too funny. <laughs> oh, you have had Suicide. a nap. Suicide. I have had a nap. Um... So yeah, one of the things that I need to I do need to go back and for next week I'll change the little opening script bit because I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts and they've been saying please write something like I think like half the people who listen to the podcast listen on iTunes. What right? do you mean so, you've been listening to other podcasts? You always listen to other podcasts. Yeah, but I've been listening really it's specifically. I've been really super yeah, listening super hard. Right. Instead of just like, putting it on in my earphones and falling asleep in the cupboard like I normally do, like. They say that it's really helpful, and about fifty percent of people listen on iTunes. So if people left us a written review, you could just you know it could just be like, "Hey, this is a cool podcast. I like it." Or you could be like, you know, as long as it's five stars, say what you want. Right. Call us names, insult us, but just write something in there because the more we have, the bigger we look. The bigger we look, the more people will listen to it. The more people listen to it, the bigger we get. Then we can like make a Patreon and retire on a yacht. I hate boats and I can't swim and don't like the water. Yeah. I also said, oh yeah, that's true, you do hate the water. Yeah, I hate Okay, the no water. yacht. Okay. Also, I feel like you were just like falling asleep in the cupboard. It's a really weird statement that you might need to clarify. Never. 
I will never, <laughs> I will never clarify any of my statements. Okay, that's fine. Good, good, good. No, I live, I, I live in a cupboard. <laughs> um, I'm basically Harry Potter. And Lisa is whatever the name of the nasty English family that kept me locked up in there. Dave's never seen Harry Potter. Don't care for it. Like books for grown-ups. Um, yeah, so we just need to clarify that there is a large cupboard in our house that Dave has like a computer and stuff in. Now, he chose to go in there. I did not choose to put him in there. Yeah. It always looks like I did. Anytime anyone sees it, I mean, people I th- are like... I tell everyone you made me go in there. And the worst part about it is because I work from home, I have a whole office and it looks like I forced you into this cupboard and I have this whole room. Yeah, we are actually recording this in the lounge area of Lisa's office, <laughs> just between her desk work area, her uh, makeup and TV area and her clothes fitting area in the office. That's where we are right now. Anyone who's been in our house knows that's true as well. <laughs> yeah, and I make Dave sit in a cupboard. He chose the fucking cupboard. He likes it because he can make it as messy as he fucking wants and it's horrible in there. And sometimes the man comes to read the boiler and I have to take him in there and he's always like, oh, <laughs> every time. And I'm like, yeah, there's a fucking computer in there and loads of sweetie wrappers. And you also eat secret snacks in there mm-hmm. because yes, yes. sometimes I go in there and to like turn something off or turn the light off and I see like loads of those cream egg boxes uh-huh. with the six cream eggs in it and no people Dave doesn't eat just one cream egg he has to eat the whole box well, or of or secret ice cream Mars bars I feel like I'm in our entire relationship you've bought millions of ice cream Mars bars and I've never even had one and I think everyone can see why they're secret because I get fat shamed <laughs> I get fat shamed for my love of sweet treats do you know what? It's a hard world out there, and I comfort you, all right? I'll put my hands up. And this abuse will not stand. <laughs> now, uh, what I wanted to say, and I mentioned it at the end of last week's podcast, was that there is a reason I want people to leave us reviews and stuff. Remember I said that at the end? You did, yeah. I did say that, and you were like, what? And I was like, I'll tell everyone next week, like it's a grand secret. <laughs> so, I... Uh, on Twitter last week, I took the opportunity to ask the creator, I'm going to start some podcast beef here. Right. We're podcast beefing. Okay, good. I took the opportunity to ask the creator of Lore. Because you don't even like that podcast. No. But I like it. But he was. He said, do you make a podcast but you're stumped by something non-technical and need some advice? I'm here for the next hour, so hashtag ask me about podcasting. I mean, let's be real here. He's kind of a dick. Well, this is it. So I just said, how did you promote your podcast? Did you start from the ground up? Because we thought we are doing some promotional stuff, make list- people listen to the podcast and stuff. And to be honest, he answered like a, like a real piece of shit. Yeah, but I went through that whole feed and to be honest, we got off lately there. And it's not like people aren't listening to our podcast. So this is what he says, no, you're preempting it here. Make a great show and ask listeners to leave reviews. So I did, that's what I asked. They said, if no one's talking about it, it's not good, sorry. I didn't say no one was listening and talking about it, bitch. I just asked you if you started from the ground up. Turns out, no, he didn't. Already a fucking novelist and graphic designer. And he made a PDF of, of spooky stories to send to his fans and decided it'd be better on a podcast. A couple of months later, ooh, he's getting advertorial content in The Guardian. Oh, I wonder if that was just organic and not totally paid for by a PR company, you fucking dick. To be honest, though, firstly, I like the concept of lore. I think it's really cool. But none of his stories are original. I've heard all of his, his stories already. I always know them. Also... I think his books are probably like Dan Brown level garbage. Yeah, probably. A hundred percent. At least Dan Brown can kind of create a universe. Basically, what I'm saying is, I want to fight you, Aaron Menke. 
I mean, it's it's kind of sad because the way I see it, like this is one of the reasons I love podcasting is because I love the world of independent publishing. Um, and to me, this is what it seems like. It's like, it's very raw and creative. And totally. There's some really fucking cool podcasts, like really great ideas. And it's people, self-published, it's uncensored, it's yeah. underground, it's cool, it's hip, it's a dog with a backwards baseball cap <laughs> totally riding a skateboard is, on totally the wall Yes, and it's like, it's really kind of like, I find a lot of podcasters really support other podcasters. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally happy. Like, I've written an article about great podcasts. It's it's like a cool world. And I just felt like his answer was completely not in that spirit. Yeah, I was like, did you, you know start what, from the ground what up? What he said to other people, though, was, was fucking brutal. What was he saying to them? He was just kind of like, man, if no one could, like, really harsh, basically. Like, yeah, your fucking idea is garbage. <laughs> Like, if no one, if, like, if you don't have listens, like, no one cares about it. Like, I don't know, I can't remember, I can't remember exactly, but it was harsh. And I was like, wow, you've just really shat all over someone there. So he is now my mortal enemy. Good. I will hold that grudge forever. Yeah, do that, because that's healthy. That's a healthy thing to do, is take a grudge over nothing and hold it until you die. Just let it fester away till it, like, rots my soul and I just become a sad, cancer. old widower in my house, like, hunched over a keyboard, writing death threats to his family because he's already dead or And talk about it, like, ad nauseum to everyone. Oh, yeah, no, I've told everyone about People don't even know about about podcasts, just explain it to them. We really would appreciate it if you leave us a review. Though. Yeah, so that's why it would be nice if you left a review. And I get it. Not to be all preachy about it, because see, when I hear people asking for stuff, because let's face it, you just want to enjoy something and you don't want to have to do anything, because who wants to fucking do something for someone else? Yeah, like, no, oh, I mean, leave a review, and you're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But, but like, know, please. <laughs> please, yeah, pretty please. That'd be really cool if you could go and write a comment and leave us a review. If you're listening on iTunes, if you're not, I mean... Thank follow you. us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. If you're not, that'd be cool. And, and send a problem. Yeah, please send us problems. And just tweet us and say hi. Come on, like we're actually really good at actual human problems. Like I promise. There was what we had had one problem before, and we did answer it, and I think we answered it pretty well. To be honest, I kind of thought that we might have got some media attention for how well we answered it. Maybe uh, like a knighthood. I would love feedback the from the response also. That would also be pretty good See too. how they're getting on. Yeah, how are you getting on if you're still listening? Please tell us. I mean, I really hope they're still listening. That would be really heartbreaking. I know. We'll give us an answer and they're just like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> well, that's terrible. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Right. On with the show? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me just find problem number one. This is from the archive and you're probably not going to like this. So, you ready? Yeah, I'm sit, ready. Sitting comfortably? It's very comfortable. We're having a bit of a snuggly warm day, actually. I know. I feel I'm pretty comfy. Got a hoodie on. I've got a hoodie on. We've got the hoods up, tons of pillows and blankets. It's going to be a chill podcast because <laughs> we're such chill people. Okay, here Just it comes. Laugh like mutley. From the archive. Cool. Delivered by Carrier Pigeon, possibly. Uh, here, here, yeah. we go. here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Howdy there, Mona Lisa and Dave. People have drawn parallels between me and Robin Hood, but I wish it was that simple, because Robin Hood never had to worry about Friar Tuck or Maid Marian stabbing him in the back. Yeah, I'm a pretty famous guy. People across the great United States of America, which at the time of writing this has actually recently acquired lots of nice new territories like California from Mexico after a bloody imperial conflict. 
but I'm sure in the centuries to come, we'll live peacefully and treat our Mexican neighbours with respect and dignity. Anyway, I sure am famous. In particular, because of the many rootin', tootin', stagecoach and train robberies me and my gang have carried out over the years. But don't worry, I'm not a bad guy. I only slick up passengers a few times, usually opting to steal from the safe. I mean, sure, we did wear Ku Klux Klan robes a couple of times, and I did commit horrific war crimes for the Confederate Army, but nobody's perfect, especially my supposed friend, Robert Ford. Yeah, that's why I'm writing to you. I have a terrible problem I think your listeners can relate to. I've got a fake friend. Robert says he's my friend, but fake people are no different than shadows. They stick around during your brightest moments and disappear during your darkest hours. Robert joined my gang with his brother and says he cares about me. I figured out he was a fake friend by doing an experiment. I used my boot knife to carve a message into the wall of our hideout cabin that said, why does it always happen to me? So mad right now, FML. I thought for sure he would ask if I was okay. Maybe leave me a message asking if I was okay, hun? But you know what they say, Sometimes you just need to distance yourself from people. If they care, they'll notice. If they don't, you'll know where they stand. When he didn't respond, I tested his loyalty to me further. One night, after we sat around the campfire eating a delicious meal of refried beans and dirt, I went into the rickety old outhouse to have violent frontier diarrhea. When I was in there, I let out a great sigh. Nothing. I huffed and puffed for half an hour making it very clear something was wrong other than the permanent dysentery we all suffer from. But sometimes, it's not the people who change, it's the mask that falls off. I hate two-faced people. It's so hard to decide which face to slap first. People like Robert will stab you in the back and ask you why you're bleeding. I'm so upset right now. I just want to say to Robert, while you're talking behind my back, feel free to bend down and kiss my ass. Fake friends believe in rumours, real friends believe in you. So how can I confront Robert? Am I being dramatic? I'm so mad that I've carved several messages about him in the wooden shack, but he's always hooting and hollering having fun with the younger brothers. It's like he doesn't realise what a bad friend he's been to me. It's like I didn't even lose a friend, I just realised I never had one to begin with. What can I do? Anyway, I better go. Robert's here so I need to just pop my guns down on the table and go hang up this dusty picture on the wall. Yours, the famous outlaw, Jesse James. And for some reason he's attached a drawing of an angry minion in a cowboy hat that says fake friends. Once they stop talking to you, they start talking about you. Who knew? So, one for archive there. You hate cowboys, so this is going to be pretty difficult for you to deal with, isn't it? So, I think I've talked on the podcast before about my hate for space. That's... Purely fear and respect. Yeah. Now I have this other hatred. I just have so many beefs, but I have this other hatred for. I guess you would term it the Wild West. So wait, you hate space, the final frontier, but you also hate the Wild West. Turns the original out I just frontier. have an issue with frontiers. You hate frontiers. Yeah. I hate frontiers. But you like back ears, though, don't you? It's <laughs> a pun. Did you like it? So. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really fucking, I hate films, I hate any kind of westerns, 
anything like that and I hate just that time period in general. What is it about the Wild West that you hate so much? Because I never really understood so, why you hate and it's it. Funny because you normally just shout until I go away when I start talking about well, cowboys. It's funny because... Um, so I watch a lot of like... I'm a bit of a history buff and I really like watching like history documentaries. I talk about documentaries so often. Yes, you do. And especially there's one show, Expedition Unknown, that I love. It's not really a history documentary. But it kind of delves into history. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing show. Everyone should watch it. And it's always about, like, the Incans or... What's my favourite? I've got a favourite, <sighs> um, like, South American uh, history thing. Who's the, who are those again? Oh, the ones... Tawatiwakan. Tawati that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's about stuff like that. Or it's about... Um, you know, like, oh, a room made of amber that the Nazis stole, or like, it's just <laughs> random stuff, right? Boots made of gold that Hitler gave to aliens? Question. <laughs> anyway, so, but see, when they do American episodes, I like, honestly, I can like, f- like, I've worried, like, I'm gonna have a stroke that my eye, because my eyes roll so much. It's just nonsense, not even history. Now, I am not a history professor and I don't know what actually defines history. Like, what is the cut-off? You know, like, after how many years does it become history? But it's just nonsense, non-history. It's such bullshit. The, 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 the Americans really cling on to that because that's all they have. You know, like... Cowboys. They just cling on to it. And it's, look, it's one, right, awful, right? Everyone just... Like, you're, see if you're there, if you have anything to do with it, you're any white person, you are a horrifying murderer or accomplice. You're a colonizer. Completely, right? And look, I'm British, yeah, what can we say about colonizing? Ooh, you know, but like, it's an awful time. It was so dusty. Everyone <laughs> That's the real had problem. Syphilis. Let's be yeah. yeah. Everyone just like had venereal diseases. Berbatov agrees. Speaking of venereal disease, here comes a cat. <laughs> Everyone just had venereal de- diseases. I mean, like, oh, just. It was so awful. Outhouses, terrible, terrible concept. I like the little moon that was carved in the door. I don't wonder if that's real. I hope it is. And if so, why a moon? Hang on a second. I'm going to see if Berbatov's got anything to say about that. Have anything to say, sir? <laughs> okay, good, good input. Um, yeah, I just I find that whole period terrible. And they have this, like, a, 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 there's this element of like romanticism and it's similar to you know the way they, they kind of the civil they do the civil war reenactments yeah. there's like this romanticism that Americans have to it and I don't understand why it's such fucking garbage just dumb white people doing dumb stuff fucking ignoring the world the, the consequences to anyone else involved like oh it just it really bothers me you, it's just garbage you really do I mean is it mainly the dust that bothers you isn't it I mean, it does seem like it would be really dusty. I have real issues with eyes. My eyes would just be so dry all yeah, the time. You're just like, you don't really care about any of the whole like colonisation of America or anything. You really are just worried about getting dust in Look, your eyes. Look, see, to be honest, you, like, what, would be my option, what would be my option as a woman? I'd have to like be a saloon girl. Or my only hope is I could be like in that Drew Barrymore film, you know, when they have like the girl group of like bandits. I don't know that that was a real, was ever that's a not thing. historically accurate. I get yeah. that. I get that. I get that. Berbatov probably was really loud on the podcast. Okay. He just jumped 
off the couch. Um, yeah, so I don't know what it is. I just, I have this real hatred. And see, when I hear, like, again, on that expression unknown, there is times you're really, when people... You're really going with this, aren't people you? People go and they, like, look for treasure and stuff. Like, to put, the, the, yeah, it's all, like, Wild Willie's treasure yes. hunt map. And they like, and it's have, just, like, some old, like, wear, crazy wear, rich man from, like, the 18th century left a treasure map saying, oh, I got 20 doubloons of gold nuggets up in them there hills, partner. And, like, you better find my treasure map. And, like, people have been, like, digging around, like, Yosemite Park for 30 years and never found any of them. But then one guy found, like, a dollar bill in a tree stump and he's like, this is a clue. And totally. it just goes on forever and there's nothing like, there. There's it was just some crazy old eccentric man. Do you know what it is? There's such a richness to so much history. There's culture and there's, like, civilization and there's, there's like, there's there's progress what bothers me about that period? There's none of that. It's just capitalism. Just garbage. It's capitalism. Also, America's still the same. Yeah, it's, it's not, just pretending. Yeah. Okay, it's not as dusty anymore, but it's still the garbage fire that it was back <laughs> they then. They do have that part that's called the Dust Bowl. See the way everyone's just like shooting each other, and it's just it's the same. It's completely the same. <laughs> Everyone's just cutting about with cowboy hats and like stirrups and stuff and just shooting each other. Well, no, now they're all dressed in police uniforms. Oh, wait, oh. Political. So what's your feeling on it? On America or the Wild West? The Wild West. Um, I quite like some Westerns. It's weird that you, you are right. It's like hugely romanticised, mm-hmm. the Wild West. Like, think about genres of films. What is there? Horror. Suspense, crime, comedy, western. Mm. Like, it doesn't kind of fit the mold, like, but it is its own genre of movies. I don't know why it's like it was an awful time where people basically all just rushed to like it's kind of the gold rush, isn't it? It was like where this kind of like chunk of you know native land was like rapidly populated. With By one, the worst the, the, people. Well, the worst people, the so, apart from the Chinese, they're fine. But the worst, the, the, the sole purpose of just extracting as much natural mineral wealth out of the land as they could. And it was so unmanageable. That's why it was just all fucking men with fucking VD just shooting each other. And, you know, prostitutes falling out of saloon windows in the first floor. And then, you know, all this shit. Yeah. It is a pretty gross time. Yeah, that's what I don't get about it. I'm like, it's it was like... Imagine, like, a natural disaster and a riot in a supermarket. That's basically the Wild West. Mm-hmm. Right, the super, yeah, it's like Black Friday. Yeah, Black imagine, Friday. Imagine Black Friday in the yeah, desert completely. for, like, a, a century. That's completely it. Just chaos. Or sitting on a horse all the time. I'm suspicious of horses Get anyway. Piles, definitely getting hemorrhoids. I mean, not to mention all the other diseases that you've got. Like, even when you buy, like, underwear from the shop, it comes kind of, like, beige and stained already, and you have to, like, button, like, a Button up, but the outfits flat. aren't good. That's another problem. Yeah. No outfits are good. Everyone just would have been. Oh, their skin would be horribly oh, sun damaged. No, no skincare at all. No I skincare. No skincare. Just, I mean, ugh. What would they? I don't even know what food they would eat. But like Refried beans, beans and drink sarsaparillas. Oh no, the sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla is and and like whiskey, bottle of whiskey, and a horse. Oh, that was kind of a Sean Connery. Well, that's kind of what cowboys spoke like a little was bit. Was it? Yeah, that's Scottish actually the more people. historically accurate. Is it? Well, there probably was Scottish people there. Yeah, probably. Everyone went because they want gold in them their hills. Yeah, I just I have this like extreme hatred. Right, about imagine, it. imagine you were in the Wild West, right? Imagine, which okay. I think we've pretty solidly established that you hate. 
And imagine you had to live that life, but then you had a fake friend. Because old Jesse there, he's got a He's got a problem, doesn't he? But then in reality, though, see old fucking Jesse. This is, again, yeah. the the person that people like act like he's a great guy. He was a fucking dipshit. Yeah, he was. Because, let's face it, it is literally the Wild West. You, there is no, no allies. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even trust your own fucking family to not stab you in the back. Right. So why would you trust any fucker? Especially not the coward Robert Ford. Right, so did he, I mean, was there some, you said something about a picture, is that how he killed Yeah, that's him? how he killed him, he put his guns down, went and hang a picture on the wall, and Robert Ford shot him in that the back of the head. That was quite a specific yeah. note that... Uh, Actually, I mean, Robert Ford, pretty iconic, basically joined the gang in order to kill Jesse James and get the reward for him. Right, because there was a big reward for him. Killed him, uh, and then him and his brother got charged with first degree murder for killing him. <laughs> So wait, he didn't even get the reward? Well, so I'm not sure if he got the reward or not, but it went to trial and they got convicted, but then it got overturned like wait, the same day. Wait, since when is there trials? I, yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I do not know. And then apparently he made his money for the rest of his life, like going touring the country, like recreating the murder of Jesse awesome. James. Awesome, that. I'm here for that. Yeah, to be I'm honest, like, yes, I'm here for him. Yep. I'm here for that. Listen, yeah, he's, they you've love got to respect the hustle. Stuff. He's a go-getter. They loved touring stuff back then. And America yeah. loves a tour. Do you know when Abe Lincoln died, they like toured his body for like, on a train for like a ridiculous amount I of mean, time. I feel like we should bring that back. Touring stuff. Yeah. People. Yeah. Like dead bodies. Totally. That'd be fucking awesome. Like when the Queen dies, stuff her. Tour her. Yeah, no, like stuff Drain her. all the money from that bitch. Oh God, yeah. I'm really going to get put, I'm really going to get, can they take your British passport away? Can you take your citizenship away? I don't know, can they? so, yeah. You're going to have to like, move to the Cayman Islands or something. <laughs> somewhere, no, it'll be South America somewhere you'll end up. I wouldn't do well there either. I don't like the heat. That's true, you don't like the heat. Siberia, we'll get you to Siberia. <laughs> you don't like the cold either. You don't like anything. You're actually a nightmare. Yeah, I'm such a hater, eh? But um, keen listeners may have noticed quite a few sentences during that letter that sound like they could have been like lifted from your... You know, old school friends' Facebook page, and that's because they were. Um, when R- Jesse James is writing the letter, not me, he actually went on Google and Googled a bunch of terrible memes about fake friends. That is such a good meme worthy. Then there's a lot. There's a lot of them. Go I on. do like people that post really ambig. I I I say I do. Vague book. What I mean is that's me actually meaning I don't like them. I hate those type of people. But anyway, I appreciate their nonsense. I love that it's like this, this like genre of thought now is the pure is like you're. It's and it's never people who it's never nice people. It's never nice good people. It's the sort of people like you invite to a party at your house and they like go off on one and everyone gets really sad and then like they like like puke on your floor and then fight someone and you have to kick them out and then the next day they're like can't believe everyone was so mean to me at that party you are all fake oh, no. friends inspirational quotes and like those kind of memes are things that people that are awful use to justify them to make themselves feel like they're not so awful have you noticed that like yeah, it's all it's the bad fucking people. Dalai Lama posting inspirational quotes it's fucking Khloe Kardashian like we've all got that one friend that's like just a Facebook post at like 3 in the morning why is it always me oh. and you're like oh my god stop I'm just so sick of these people what people tell us what you're if you can't that's why... my, in my my worst you can't support more whatever that is yeah and that's oh. why we're called you okay hun that's where that pretty much got popularised yeah, it's in response true. to these drama queen vague bookers. I like that phrase, vague book. 
I don't, I've never heard it before. That's what you, when you just put a post being like, I can't, ah, believe, vague, I can't believe it's happened to me again. Ah. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, fit friends. <laughs> Why is that though? Why is it that like the worst people, do you know what it is actually? Because mm. I have thoughts on this. Okay, yeah. Like, it's 2018, we're all about self-care. You've heard me say that before, you know, yeah. let's shove a moonstone up our asshole, right? And that's going to help us this year. Oh, actually, Mercury's way to be in retrograde. Be careful about that. Be able to catch a little article from One More Lisa about that coming up soon. We'll post it on the Twitter. But there's this huge thing about self-care and, like, you know, looking after yourself. And there's a lot of kind of, not complex language, but it's kind of devolved from, like, the psychology of, of inner human interaction about it. Like, you know, things like... Uh, taking some self-care time and telling people to meditate and to put their own feelings first and don't gaslight me and all that. But I feel like all that is great if you have a problem. If you actually are having a difficult Mm -hmm. time, a problem. Self-care is not for everyone. Self-care especially is not for people that are already selfish pieces of shit. Which, to be honest, is most people. That's the problem. Yeah, like if you're already... Mm. Also, your self-care should be that self-care. It should not be detrimental to other people. No, self-care is... You can't justify your shitty actions that hurt other people as you're just looking out for yourself. Because that's... Like, we are... Human beings live together. You know, I mean, you can't... Your actions shouldn't harm other people. Yeah, like, the the language of self-care that we use today basically evolved from, like, a little cabal of depressed teens talking to each other on Tumblr and finding ways to deal with their problems. It's not for... You know, that's small... definitely not where it evolved from. But well, the, the, I mean, the modern iteration of it is that's where it became popular. No one was talking about self care in two thousand ten. Well, no, no, no. What I mean is taken a, a lot of like it's progressed from a lot of different things. Do you yeah. mean like the? I just mean the way that people are talking about it. Right. Now. Okay. Like the vernacular around it. Yes, the language of self care that we use today have like has evolved out of like partly, uh, partly, mostly, and like zines and teen magazines and stuff like that. Okay, but there's a lot of other elements. So much of it's like based in like Eastern religions, and like even psychological techniques, like mindfulness, which is yeah, basically just mindfulness hasn't made it into the way your mum's Facebook though, has it? Oh I'm my ta- god, yeah. Old people love things like mindfulness. To be honest, I have an issue with people that say mindfulness. When you say mindfulness, just say just just like look into like Buddhist texts. Just look at actual meditation. Mindfulness is just the white word for that. Okay. So, yeah, it has. Cool. Oh, like, we're actually having a small argument. You actually so, got annoyed at me there. Yeah, I did, because you're just, you're not listening to what I'm saying, then you're just shitting on it. I'm, I am listening. No, but I'm not talking about mindfulness. I'm talking about, like, memes. Right, okay. Self-help okay. memes. Ah, okay, okay. You're misunderstanding right. me. I, well, you're talking about self-help in general. I thought yeah, that's but what I'm, you mean. I'm trying to just, I mean, it wasn't really an important point. But okay. You've really, you've really grabbed on. I'm going to have to go and have some self-care time after this. <laughs> I'm being gaslighted. <laughs> Right, this is unacceptable. My body, my rules. <laughs> I will be hurt. I don't have time for your fake friendship this year. Okay. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Uh. Anyway, what I was trying to get at was like the kind of the internet. No, you fucked it. <laughs> now nah, you fucked it. I'm done. Take over. <laughs> you got you got a mouthful of coffee. I don't care. Swallow it down. Take over. Definitely don't drill it all over yourself.
Oh my god. Well, <laughs> well, that was that was dramatic. Are you going to leave this in the podcast? Hell yeah. <laughs> that was me <laughs> trying not to spit coffee everywhere when I laughed. I have a trauma about that after the other week. I think it's important for everyone to hear the full <laughs> length of our conflict resolution process. Okay. Which is basically, we have a little spat and then we moan at each other for a bit and then you nearly choke on coffee laughing and then move on from it. This is not, I feel like I'm being misrepresented here. I do not have like a choking on beverages thing. I mean, I beg to differ. <laughs> it's happened two weeks in a row. This is just like, I've never happened I don't, in my life. You're like, do you know that internet meme where it's like, like Donald Trump's like, it, 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 someone found out that like Donald Trump like it paid off a prostitute to like piss on his son or something. And it's like, it's all over the newspapers. And then someone does a tweet that like does an impression of Donald Trump and is like, uh, ah, what a lovely morning. Now to just take a big sip of my coffee and look at the morning news because he's going to spray it everywhere. Do yeah. a spit take. That's you. Why is it every time something's <laughs> happening, you're just like, well, this is a good time to fill my entire mouthful of coffee or tea? Well, because I thought that you were going to start talking, so I thought, perfect, time for a... <laughs> <laughs> time for a little mouthful of coffee. I had a nap. I needed the coffee. I never nap, so that's the thing for me. You never sleep. Yeah, so napping was really out with the blue, so now I need the coffee. Can you finish what you were saying? I mean, I don't even really remember. I feel like... I know, wait, no. I right, think I've got go, it. I think go, I've got go, it. Right, go. okay, so... Uh, okay, as, as I think oh. we've established up to this point, um, the kind of... The way that we talk about self-care, the language that we use on social media and stuff around it these days, uh, some of it, quite a lot, some might say comes from depressed teens kind of supporting each other on Tumblr back in like you know, the, the sort of early 2010s or so. Right at that time where everyone started using the internet. Mm. But then it's been like, that. it's just been like distilled down into like angry redneck mothers talking totally. about talking about fake friends on the internet and totally. like, and you know fucking angry redneck dads with memes about them Plus, being triggered by libs or whatever. It's an important thing to mention here, right? And actually, really important in life. Like, now, we've all had issues with friends in our life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes fake friends are a thing. And sometimes you have really toxic people in your life that you need to not be there anymore. Yep. But ultimately, when there's any issue with any person in you that you have a relationship with, mm-hmm. you need to not put all the blame on them. Yeah. And occasionally it is all them. Like, yeah. occasionally oh, you meet a monster. And quite that's... often. I mean, human beings are dog shit a lot of well, the time. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, a lot of the time it's you have a part to play there. Mm-hmm. A, a part to play as well. And it could just be that it's not even necessarily each of you are to blame. It's just together you're not a good match. Yeah. You know, so I think that's another unhealthy thing with that sort of concept of that kind of toxic friend. It's sort of devolved. You kind of, you kind of don't, there's no res- personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if a, a relationship in your life goes wrong, you have to consider your part in it. Yeah, sometimes, like, I mean, everyone is flawed to an extent. Like, we, we, we kind of parade around our good qualities these days and we are, you know, everyone's pretty guilty of, like, practising purity politics when it comes to, like, judging people and stuff. But we all fuck up from time to time and we all learn from it. And you will get situations where two people are just, like, really incompatible as people and there could be toxic behavior on both sides you know for example you know robert ford fair enough did was going to kill jesse james that was toxic but, you know slightly. I, feel, I feel like jesse was acting a little bit like a victim though also well let's face it 
Jesse was a criminal and there was that out for him. So is that not just the hustle? Like, can I... I mean, look, let's face it. What was... Jesse James robbed people, killed people for money. What was Robert Ford doing? Killing someone for a whole lot of money. Respect. They're both in it. Well, this is it. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. Completely. Completely. But the thing is, there's also times where you have to consider... If you're the sort of person that is just like really infatuated by like fake friends or being fucked over or why am I always the bitch or whatever like you have to consider after a certain amount of relationships break down after a certain amount of difficult situations arrive if there's a lot of conflict in your life all the time with different social groups maybe the problem's you yeah sometimes people just like that drama yeah and I'm going to put it out there speculation Jennifer Aniston no because what, because she can't keep a man, as people say. Something to do with keeping a man. No, she's actually got quite a tight group of friends that they've Who been they? friends for a long time, like Ellen and Courtney Cox and, like, mm-hmm. there's a ton of them. They're all really good friends and they've been friends for, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, I think probably not Jennifer Aniston. Okay, I'm glad that you've taken this opportunity to publicly shame me about my Jennifer Aniston opinion. Yeah, I have, well, and making, I will. You are making this hard for me. I actually have no f- feelings at all towards I don't Jennifer even care Aniston. if that were. I just thought it would be funny. I don't care either. Right? I'm sorry. Uh, would it be funny, though? Yeah, it would be funny. Would it? Yeah. Would it? it was an example of someone that everyone could know and relate to, and it was kind of relating to what I was talking about. Pick someone better, then. All right. Uh, fucking who? Theresa May. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. There you go. There's one. Yeah, there's a better example. Yeah, Thank you, provided by me. Well, I mean, she is a white nationalist. Yeah, I just don't get the Taylor Swift thing at all. I don't uh, get why anyone likes her. Because she's, like, really white. She's, like, nuclear family white. She's, like, white picket fence white. I just she don't understand kinda, her kinda music. Like country music. She's tall. She's blonde. She refuses to condemn all the white nationalist fans that she has. She's a snake. Let's be honest. She's a snake. Uh, She's a fake friend. Yeah. Completely. The worst. Yeah, she is the worst. Oh, no. We're going to lose all our Taylor Swift fans. I know. Sorry if you're a big T-Swift person, but uh, she's a Nazi, so... I don't think there is anyone that listens to this podcast that likes Taylor Swift. I mean, if you are listening to this and you're a Taylor Swift fan, what are you doing? Come on. I think Rich likes Taylor Swift. Oh, Rich loves Taylor Swift, but he won't mind us making fun of her. Mm. He's not like, he's a Taylor Swift fan. He's not a, what are they called? Like Swifties or Swifties? <coughs> I mean, who knows? Swifterinos. Swafts. Swafts. What are they called, her fans? Swafts no. would work because wasps? Was, yes, wasps. Are her fans. Yeah, wasps. So, yeah. She is a wasp, right? She's actually like a human wasp, though. Like, she has like a, a philip, what's it called, a philtrum? No, that's the bit on your mouth. What's the, what's, the, what's the big insect butt called? You know, the big wiggly butt that's got the stabber on it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, that's fair I'm enough. Not, that's not. got a name that sounds a bit like Phil Trump, guaranteed. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I'm not that knowledgeable about yeah, stuff Yeah, she's like secretly that. got like a, a big big wiggly wasp butt right up that fucking... I just don't get her. I don't get what people like about her. She's so nothing to me. Yeah. Well, you know, she's kind of like the... She's like mayonnaise. You know, us whites, we don't like flavours or spices or things. And that's what she is. Musical mayonnaise. Right, Or yeah. salad cream. She's not even... It's not even that. She's like tap water. <laughs> no, because tap water's good. It sustains us. That's true. But a lot of people can't drink tap water. <laughs> She's like a rich tea biscuit. 
What are you good for? Rich tea biscuits. Mm. No flavour, no chocolate, nothing. They're like the emergency biscuits that people only eat when you go to someone's house and they have no other biscuits. I know, you're like, fine, I'll eat this, but I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you dip it in your tea and you put it in your mouth, but it still is like wallpaper paste. Like your mum would... Ah, uh, so your mum would sometimes have digestives, but still, like, there'd be no other sweet things in yeah. our house. Do you want a dry cracker? Dry, dry cracker to dip in your tea? That's what they're like. Anyway, we've stumbled kind of off topic a little bit here. Yeah, we have. Huh? It was good though. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about? What's your advice to Jesse? Get a time machine. Told get you, the wild we west. already solved this. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. Yeah, sorry, you buddy. You need to not be such a whiny bitch about it. What did he think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like you are an outlaw. Of course, another outlaw is going to kill you. Duh, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to make their name, whatever. You know, again, the wild west, garbage. You shouldn't have. Just it's all garbage. Everyone there is awful. Alright. I'm so sorry to our American listeners. I don't want you to like shut on your history. We, we but really like... need to like start picking on the French or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Do that next week, the French. We did Mary Antoinette, but we didn't really kind of make fun of her for being French. I mean, I have... It, I Obviously, I have... There's things I don't like about France, but there's also things I really like about France. Like Paris. I love Paris. And you know, it's the country of bread and cheese. Food's pretty decent, yeah. Food's so good. Really hate vegans. They hate vegans? Yeah, they really hate vegans. Got a big meat culture of France. Anyway, we'll get back to France next week. Okay. Okay, so, Russell Russell, put that one back in the mailbox. <laughs> Are you ready for the second letter? Yeah, I am. Right, wait till you hear this shit. Like, wait till... I, I'm, oh, I'm, my, getting, my, I'm getting my prepared. Piss, my piss is boiled, just <laughs> even thinking about reading this to you. Oh, I'm getting excited. Here we go. <clears throat> I have a half-sister. She was offended by something one of my adult children supposedly did to her. One of my adult children? Yep. She got all bent out of shape and refused to celebrate birthdays and holidays with us anymore. No gifts, no cards. I found the drama so far. Okay. We are not taking this too lightly. I've always known she was a little shady. She has, on more than one occasion, helped herself to pens and post-it notes from her workplace. Holy shit, call the FBI. Since she felt that my family and I are no longer good enough to be on her Christmas list, I took it upon myself to let her bosses at work know why their office supplies (gasps) may be dwindling. In turn, she was reprimanded at her job, (gasps) which cost her a couple of days' pay and a letter in her personnel file. You think it's bad so far? I also let the IRS know that she may not have been reporting all the waitress tips she earned while she worked at a restaurant. (gasps) Since other family members learned of my tattling, they've shunned me. She's the criminal, not I. (gasps) So, what do you think? Am I some kind of evil person? To paraphrase Seinfeld's George Costanza, was I wrong? Is this a woman? Yes. This bitch, bat- right, freaking OG Lisa is back. Talk about you fake friends. You fucking kill yourself. <laughs> you fucking monster. No. Fuck, she didn't mention what the original problem was. Oh, I know. She didn't say, because, like, I mean... It, you One know, of her adult... I mean, it like, could... so, so supposedly did to her. Like, did they kill her dog? Because, yeah, you know, could have been really there are some cheap. circumstances where that level of revenge is possibly wanted. Pet murder? Um... What else? Just pet murder, pretty much. Wait, what, what, but what, right? So she, right, so, right, let me just clarify this. Yes. So, she, her nephew or niece. One of her, yeah, her nephew her or nephew niece. Her nephew or niece 
did something that pissed her off. She took them off the Christmas she card She was list. just like, by hands. Yes. Use her fucking cunts. Uh-huh. And then her sister decided to fucking dob her into her work for stealing fucking post-its or whatever. Yes. And dob her into the IRS. Yes. What a fucking monster. Right. Now, I have to say, so... Her, one of her nephews and nieces did, adult nephews and nieces, did something to offend her. Now, you know the old adage that apple doesn't fall far from the tree? Well, this is it. And let's if face it. If you're anything like your mother, I can, well, you probably did something pretty bad. Well, let's face it. It might not even been this was the, this huge incident. It may have just been the straw that broke the camel's back. Because well, let's face it, that, that family seems like garbage. Oh, yeah. That's like my word of the day. Garbage. They seem like fucking monsters. So maybe she's just like, use her fucking awful... That was just too far. Fuck all of you. Can you imagine doing that to someone? Like, I mean, honestly, the level of pettiness. There are a few people I felt enough hate for that I would go for them in that kind of manner, let alone a family member, and let alone to just be sitting like that. Why is everyone angry at me? I mean, honestly, this is. See, when I talk about people killing themselves, it's just because there are sometimes there are people in the world that I would. I. See, when I meet anyone that's awful or even people that have wronged me, I will purposely try for so off. I will try, I will keep trying to, like, fix things. See the good. Or, like, see the good, like, to a fucking fault. I really try and do that with people. But there are some people that are just so... Beyond seven, right? Yeah, completely. And part of it isn't even the actions. See, what she did was awful. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we can all do awful things, right? And we can regret them. Yep. It's the attitude is the most important factor. Yes. Because that says, like, how that person truly feels. Yeah, in in the heat of a moment, you could do something kind of impulsive or or terrible, but feel bad about it afterwards. For her to, like, think that was justifiable to do. Yeah. And then be like, why is everyone pissed off at me about it? Says, like, speaks volumes of who she is as a person. Oh, completely. And she is a fucking monster. (laughs) I know! Like, honestly, and what are her kids going to be like? Well, they've already... I think they've already done something pretty major. What do you think they did? <sighs> like, what would what would it take to get you... Joyrider her, her car or something. I think it's probably something like that. Yeah, like, stole her car or something, yeah. Yeah. What about... What else could they have done? What if I mean, they could have done a million things. What if her sister's just as petty? What if they just got drunk and, like, took a shit on her living room floor? I mean, we've all done it. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> what if they could have um, sold something of hers? Yes, for yep, that could happen. People do that. Stole stole booze at her house or something. I mean, I'm just trying to think. Like, and I feel so bad as well because well, let's face it, it, it might just, have been in it. Sorry, it just seems it seems like oh, she already has two fucking jobs. Right, but it could have just been like a situation like she got upset at what they did. And they, if they'd apologised, mm-hmm. or like, because the, the, there's no, there was no discussion on any sort of attempt at resolution. Oh no, no, let's go back to like, the letter. Like they're acting like yeah. she just like threw her toys at the plan and walked off. If you're pissed off at someone yeah. and they do something horrible to you, you're entitled to walk off. They have to kind of come to you to make amends because that's yeah. how that fucking works. Yeah, she got all bent out of shape and refused to celebrate birthdays and holidays with us anymore. No gifts, no cards. Now, right. So wait, wait. You were just you fucked her over. And then she like was like fuck all yous, and then you're just sitting there on your birthday waiting for a present to arrive. Right. Like you get that that's not how that works. You can't just treat people 
whatever way you want, and then it'd be like, oh, she didn't give me a birthday present. I think uh, I think in the showbiz they call this a callback. Sometimes you need to distance yourself from people. If they care, they'll notice. If they don't, you know where you stand. So obviously, I actually did think about that, to be honest. The sister has been reading Facebook memes about fake friends yeah. and thought, right, okay, you know, I'm, they've really pissed me off here. I'm going to demonstrate that and hopefully that'll get their attention and they'll be like, hey, what's up? What's wrong? But no, just straight to try to get her sacked from her job. Because they, they, do, they don't. Petty, like, see if she'd say, vengeance. Like, I'm not that this would justify it, but see if the fucking. The, the, the cunt sister had said. You know, whatever. My kids did something to her. We tried. We we apologized over and over again to make it up to her, and she still was yeah. like, "No." Not that that would justify their actions, but at least there was some sort of attempt. Genuinely, from that letter, it seems like they did something shitty to her, yeah. and they just expected her to get over it on her own. Totally. That's not how fucking things work, and sadly. That's how a lot of people see the world. Yeah. But that really isn't. Like, as again, I say, human beings live on this world together. You think you're some fucking lone wolf and you can just do whatever you want to fucking people. Right. Well, you fucking can't. And actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. And maybe not for you, but for other people. So when you do something shitty to someone, make amends. It's not even right. that difficult. Ah, but here, there's this, I thought this was really telling, though. Like, uh, since other family members learned of my tattling, they've shown me, she's the criminal criminal for fucking pens and post-it notes i mean if i i mean i don't have a job in an office but i assume that that's the thing isn't that what everyone does steals pens and post-its i actually so i bought um a couple of weeks ago some teaspoons from asda 99p pack of teaspoons to put in the drawer at work in the kitchen because Uh there was never a teaspoon for me to stir my coffee in the morning i thought well there's no teaspoons here that's a shame I'll pop eight in there, you know, just a good kind of guy I am, you know. And they're all gone. Just want to share it to everyone. Yeah, all gone. All fucking gone. Yeah, because All again, these fucking animals are sitting with my teaspoons in their dress. Right, desks. yeah, because you know why? Not to, again, call back, but most modern workplaces are like the Wild West. Yes. See, from Every the, man the, the jobs themselves. that I have had, it's like the most horrifying things would happen. Right. Like people would wipe shit on the walls on the toilet. And I'm like, wait, like, but, but, right, but, I mean, I would love to read like a psych. I hope like a psychologist has done like a study into like why people do mental shit like that. Yeah. Because I am assuming that they're not doing shit like that in their own house. But why is it in the work they're like, they hate it so much that they're like, I'm going to wipe shit on my wall. <laughs> just come home from work after a long day. <laughs> ah, I can't wait to get home, uh, get my shoes off, get my comfy clothes on, stretch my legs out and go to the bathroom and do a shit on the room of the toilet and leave it. But like, what is that? Is that like a dirty protest? Like what's the protest there? Are, are you, are you a fucking animal? What are you like a monkey at a zoo being like, that's all I have left to do. Well, I mean, this is all I have left now. Better throw my shit at the wall. Like pretty much, yeah. I mean, I guess that is all you have. What else can you do? Ah, oh, okay, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. You know, I'm looking. Don't do that. It's disgusting. I mean, imagine threatening because ultimately you're only... not. It's not like you're sticking it to the man with the shit on the wall situation. No, no you're not. Like, you're, you're, you're just it to the fucking, fucking over everyone else that's in the same position. You're sticking as you. the, the fucking like the cleaner who probably and is the getting poor paid the, the least in the fucking company. Yeah, completely. Like, like come on. if you want to do that, go to the big boss's office and shit on his desk. Hell yeah! Drive to the fucking head office and fucking throw shit at the CEO. That's what you want to do because that's the fucker that's taking your money. Yeah. 
No, but no, she's a criminal for stealing post-its. A and criminal. Pens. Well, what? She fucking and resell not, it on eBay? For not thinking, for not stating her tips. Oh my god! Because someone who works in a job that they get tips is already not in a shit enough situation. Well, and you know how it is in America as well. Waitresses don't even get a minimum wage there because they get tips. So yeah, they're completely yeah, yeah. reliant on tips. So, so you're literally talking about, like, fucking trying... I mean, you're, you're trying to get... Your, your sister's annoyed at your shitty, dumb adult child, so you're trying to get her fucking sacked from her job and potentially thrown in jail. She's I mean, got two fucking jobs. Does she not need a pure sociopathic sister fucking trying to I ruin mean, her life? I mean, honestly, do you think that the lady, like, understands the, like, morality of what she's done? Absolutely That she not. could have ruined her sister's entire life. Like, let's face it, she was lucky she didn't get fired from her first job, but that means now if she does anything wrong, she well, could yeah, she's be she's got fired. a letter in her file or like, whatever. over that, and now you're, like, known as the person that steals, stole post... And I get it, right? People people have, like, this weird, selfish, self-interested, self-satisfied attitude towards the world. And there's part of that, you you need that. You need that to stay alive, to make sure that you remember to eat, like, when you get hungry or whatever. There is part of you that's all about self-preservation. But it's got to such an extreme, because we live in a world where only 10 to 20% of people in even in the most advanced and, and quote-unquote civilised nations in the world can actually achieve the level of comfort that's advertised to them on a daily basis. Yeah. So every, it's become a fucking... It's like the fucking Hunger Games. Completely. It's like Battle Royale out here. Because yeah. literally, not everyone's going to get it. Fucking four out of five people are going to be uncomfortable. And we've totally. developed it in this fucking nation of disgusting, self-interested fucking push you in front of a train for a loaf of bread, assholes. Mm-hmm. We need to collect device. Completely. No, we do. And that's what I keep talking about. Human beings, ultimately, we need to understand that we do live together. Like, this idea, this individualistic idea does not fucking work. No. At all. Because all that does is you getting what you want makes other people suffer. Exactly. That's ultimately... And you know what's so funny? People love to talk about, like, people love things like religion and all that shit. It's like, you know, ultimately, what do you think? that many fucking karma points are you fucking notching up by? How, how like, how fuck do you think your karma is by what you're doing? Right. That sort of behaviour. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not being a good person. If you had to give her some practical advice for the situation... What I she mean, should do. Honestly, it's the, so difficult. Let's just say we could convince her what she did was terrible and she's a piece of shit. So we're at that stage, right? Right. Well, no, because the difficult thing is, because how could we convince her? Like, okay, so we acknowledge that partly the reason that she did that is because the world, because of the way the world is now, mm-hmm. it has created this sort of battle royale fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's situ- but yeah, the world is that the world's made she's kind like of that, symptomatic of that. You've lost right. your humanity you've, too. You've much. lost your humanity, yeah. But I guess the problem is, I don't know if you can ever convince someone like that that their actions are not justified. Well, let's just have a look at your actions. You say to her, look you know what at your she actions. needs? We need Do you to feel like, catharsis from that. Did we, it help the situation? We are need you to speaking Christmas to your Carol, now? that bitch. Yeah, she needs a ghost of Christmas, bitch. We need like three ghosts to be like, look, because ultimately. That's actually the moral situation that we're in over and over again. Most people in the world need to be Christmas caroled. Yeah, we all need a Fucking good Christmas Fucking Dickens Christmas was, was right about that. Right. Because ultimately, see that Scrooge? Scrooge is the majority. Mm. And, you know, it's not just about if you have the sort of financial wealth that, say, a Scrooge had. Ultimately, you have... 
in most situations, you will can have elements of power that other people don't have. Mm-hmm. And we need to, like, teach people empathy again. Totally. But I don't think she can be empathetic. That I just feel like... To do it to your own sister. I know. Do you know, what she, do you know, do you know who she needs a visit from? Who? The ghost of Christmas, Bofa. Bofa? Bofa, these nuts! <laughs> I have, like, never hated you more. <laughs> like, like, legitimately, I looked at you and I thought, I hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. It was, it was withering. Ugh. I mean, I guess if she felt bad at all... She should, I mean, obviously, apologise mm-hmm. financially. Yeah, she should probably give us some sort of reparation. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just maybe go take a class on how not to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Go, like, volunteer to, like, help old people or something with she really her took kids. The, she really took the wind out yourselves. I mean, she really did. I'm just like, ugh. I mean, it was funny at first, but then it's it settled It was funny, in. just because you're like, who in. would do that? And part of me is like, I understand that feeling. Mm. You know? Like, if someone pisses me off even slightly, I'm you kind of like, yeah, you I'm do. like, I want to, like, ruin your life. That's I don't the ever thing. act on it, though. Fantasise about it. Don't actually do it. That's not, honest, that's not good cricket. But if you're actually acting on it, you have, you've got something missing in life. Yeah. There's, there's a reason that you're so focused on someone else. Like, you're either avoiding something in your own life or you just have nothing in your own life. Mm-hmm. Get a hobby. Get a hobby. Get a fucking hobby that's not ruining your sister's life because of your large children. <laughs> right. Are you... Next are you, problem! Are you, are you satisfied yeah. with it? Okay. I mean, no, I'm okay. not satisfied. Final problem, final problem. Um, God, have we got through this entire thing without seeing men or shit? think so. Well, I think I might continue. So here is the final problem. You ready for this? Okay. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> My wife and I have been married for a year. This is a man. We dated for six. She has an extreme interest in plants and bugs. I think it's kind of cool. She makes artificial biomes to keep her bugs in, trying to make them as accurate as possible, and keeps up a huge garden in our backyard. I love her and her passion, but lately, I just feel second rate. She spends so much time in her garden, and when I come out to help, I just get told to stand there. She says she doesn't want me hurting her plants, as though they're people. If I don't like the bugs, I'm somehow irrational, and they're not that bad. Even the ones that sting and bite aren't that bad. I sometimes feel like we're never going to have kids, and these are just going to be our babies. When I bring up kids, she says she has other priorities, and we leave it at that. She spends hours on them. Sure, we go on dates and we love each other, but I'm convinced she loves those bugs and plants more. She baby talks them, coos over them, and constantly says how much she loves them. My wife wants more tanks and has her eye on a big trip to Asia or Africa to study some of the native fauna. I don't really like to travel, home is good enough for me, but she always wants to go and see things, new plants, new bugs. I feel I'm not good enough sometimes. How do I reconcile this? I don't want to start a fight, but any time I try to talk to her about it, we both get so up in arms. She says I don't respect her, and I say she doesn't respect me, and we just yell. Too long didn't read? I think my wife is more interested in her passions than me. Aww. A lot to unpack there. Oh, I feel now, bad. I do feel bad, 
But what I will say is you don't get to decide for two people if you're having kids. And you don't get to make that an ultimatum. No, but at the same time... You're not the one carrying that baby, buddy. Right, but at the same time, if that's what you want in life, you... Mm-hmm. Should didn't they have unpacked that in all the six years? Well, though? I like that, I feel like you know, those conversations I, need to happen. I don't feel like either I'm a very good communicator. Like you know, like let's face it, long term relationships. Well, before you enter one, you kind of need to decide all this shit. You know, mm-hmm. like some people, it would be pretty awkward if one person wanted to have kids mm-hmm. and the other person didn't. Definitely. You know that just and that's not about that's not about being right or wrong. That's just about not matching, not being yeah. You gotta do, you know. You, you, I'm not saying like the first time you sit down with your Tinder date, be like, "Do you want kids?" No, I am Where saying do that. Do live? that completely. Bring no. like a survey. I would say I would I would <laughs> roll it out gradually. Roll, yeah, of course. Roll it that, out, but, yeah, that but hap- do it soon. Yeah, no, I think it happens in the, the kind of natural stages of getting to know each other. Yeah, and I guess people can change, but that's why sometimes not all relationships are meant to be. I think mm. that's kind of a deal breaker of the kid thing. Yeah, like I know we've talked in the past about like being open. Uh, we talk about that about not wanting kids. Which, by the way, I've seen that there's a study oh. saying that people genuinely, like, morally have a problem with people that don't want kids. And we don't want kids. Which I'm like, fuck you, whoever people thinks that. Yeah, we don't want that. And we discussed that, I guess, pretty early on. Yeah, we, we, yeah pretty early on. And I guess people can change their mind. Bef- we discussed it before a point where it would have been a messier breakup, I think. Yeah. and You could feel that shit out. Yeah, and I, I guess people can change their mind, but look, all tea... That's maybe why relationship, all, not all relationships are meant to last forever. Yeah. I think it's kind of a deal breaker. I don't think you can be in a relationship. I don't think a relationship can be really happy if one person wants something as big as children and another person doesn't. Like, what's the compromise there? Mm, there is no compromise. You know what I mean? And I, you and get I, a dog. And I think that's something, because let's face it, that's something that festers and festers. And, you know, there's a time limit. Yeah, true. To these things, you know, and of you know, obviously you could talk about things like adopting and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's obviously options. But you know, yeah, it's a it's a big problem. But isn't it? It's interesting to have that problem where because there's been so many problems that we've read where it's basically the same. Yeah, the guy's got a hobby that the wife feels and left we, out. You know, we watch a Korean TV show called Hello Counselor. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a little panel of people that solve, try to solve life problems. And I would say at least once a week, it's a man who is obsessed with his hobby and neglecting his family. So always fishing. Golf. Or got volleyball. Or yeah. Or like, yeah, hiking. There's been loads. But there has been a stuff. couple of women. Yeah. Remember there was the crazy women that like wanted to make all the medicinal... In Korea, yes, they make totally. lots of medicinal beverages, like alcohol, like medicinal... Yeah. Like alcohol with like herbs and shit in it, mm. and she was like obsessed with that. She was like, climb up mountains and shit. Totally. But yeah, it does. It is a bit unusual. It's like a traditionally male problem that yeah. to be like more obsessed with your hobby and, and ignoring. Because a lot of women don't ones. feel, a lot of women don't feel sort of that they're able to be that sort of selfish. Uh huh. Um, especially not in a relationship. Well, I think women have been socialized a lot of the time mm-hmm. to compromise on what they want. Yeah. To keep the situation happy. And when you're with someone and it's just you two, the situation is two people. Yeah, so yeah. all you're doing is deferring complete authority. I mean, to even hu- I do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you impose that on me. That's something that I have. 
Yeah, you like we have to. We almost have to make stitch. I have to check in sometimes to make sure you're not just kind of deferring exactly to what I want. In but I think situation. part of that's also because I'm a twin, and so I'm used to sharing mm. a life, and so you have yeah, that's to what compromise. You're, you're worse than most, yeah, I do. You know, it's not as if I've never met a selfish woman, and I've. Uh, it's not as if I've mm. never met a selfless man. Um, but it, it does generally tend to be yeah. with you know hegemonic patriarchy and mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. There is a set of there's there's a particular traits to each of our role and mm-hmm. I do think that like uniformly you'll find men have never been questioned on their hobby and they've always been able to do what they want with their time because their mummy's been always there to wipe their bum and wash their dirty knickers. Well it's that thing like men work hard they deserve to have this thing. Yeah but that's so fucking you, you know, know what what fucking is, is, is it even possible to be a housewife anymore? Like even if you wanted to be is there enough fucking money in the world for you to just be I don't know it's like women work now but I still know so many couples where a woman works and a man works, and for some reason the man still takes that sort of patriarchal role of expecting his food on the table and the housework done for him. Yeah. And it happened with my mum and stepdad. She made more fucking money than him at her job, and she was still expected to do the housework. Oh my God, yeah, but he said that he did the equal amount. Of, and I'm obsessed with this, Amazing. right? Because she would clean their whole house, and it wasn't a small house. No, it was like a fucking three-bedroom and house. And she would do everything, but he felt like he did his part, right, Prepare yourself for this. Are you sitting because down? Because he ironed his own work shirts. So he had five <laughs> work shirts for the week that he would iron. And he was quite a large man, so they were quite sizable. But he ironed those five shirts. That was him doing his his part. Yeah. Now, the worst part about him... That's 50% real, of all things that he did in the house. The real fucking kicker. Well, men, t- a lot of men that don't clean t- do tend to forget. Like, yeah. you know, they think all cleaning in the house is washing dishes and like you know like there's like three tasks that they think are the tasks you know like they never think about like dusting or cleaning a toilet but anyway like the worst part about him was he was really like he was quite anal about the house being really clean oh that's that's really and like if you left like a jacket somewhere he'd get annoyed about it but would he fucking do literally i've never seen him do anything ever nope and she earned more money. She, she's all... And, oh, that's so... That happens so often. It's, I know. But, anyway, back to the problem. Yeah. I, that's a different problem for a different week. I think it's... It's... Oh, part of it's so sad, because it must feel so sad to be in a relationship with someone and to just feel, like, so obviously clear that you're in second place. Yeah. That must be heartbreaking. Yeah, that would suck. And the fact that she likes bugs... I mean, I'm not going to lie. Not to be... I'm pretty open-minded, but I mean, I'm like, pl- I do not like plants. No. I'm just going to put that out there first. I don't get people when they have plants. I've always had cats. Plants and cats don't work very well. Cats try and eat them. It's not a good idea. I don't get plants generally. And I don't, I mean, the bugs I certainly don't get. No. There was a problem on Hello Counselor. Remember the girl had, was it cockroaches? No, leeches. Leeches. And she yes. took them out and put them on the table. Like, not in a container, on the table. Oh my God. When people were eating. And she was like, I don't see why this is a problem. And her family are like... I'll try and find that on YouTube and put a link in the show description. She would put them and make them feed on her family. Yeah, because when her brother was drunk, because he, he, like, he was like, I hate the leeches. Don't ever put them on me. Don't keep them anywhere near me. But he passed out drunk, so she put leeches on him and suck all the blood out. Yeah, when he was, was sleeping. When he was imagine waking up to that... I mean, I hangover. To be honest, though, I said that he should have killed them all and been like, "This is what you fucking get." Yeah, but they didn't. They were all really soft water, and I'm like, "Fuck that bitch." Are you suggesting he burned down the bio in his back garden? 
No, I don't think it's quite at that level yet because she's not putting the bugs on him. I meant putting them on him. That's basically a criminal offence. That's like, she could be arrested for that. Right, what about the actual couple that we're trying no, to No, that's what I'm... Because so, they really desperately need our help. That's why they've written in, into us. So I think that he needs to talk to her about it properly without getting angry. I mean, yeah. so much of these problems are with couples or communication. Yeah, totally. It just leads to arguments don't and they take don't it actually yeah. talk. I think one of the best things that we've learned as a couple is to just see even when you're getting angry, when things are getting heated. I mean, we're always quite aggressive people. Yeah, I mean, you heard us kind of have a a vague disagreement. That's not real anger, though. See, when things are really getting anger, Mm -hmm. see constantly trying to, like, take a step back and, like, bring the situation back down Mm -hmm. and talk honestly and calmly will be the biggest thing because you can actually communicate because it seems they'll probably just fight, fight over it and fight over it. And I think once you kind of try and have that communication, I think if nothing changes, he needs to re reevaluate his yeah. relationship. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Because uh, I'm not just going to be like, get divorced, but like, if two people are are not in sync at all, mm. then what is the point in being together? No, I agree. You know, she could meet an entomologist. Really, really, really... Entomologist is someone that studies bugs, yeah. isn't it? She could meet like a, a hunky entomologist and they could like, go on trips together and like have loads of bugs in their house and she could live a really great life and he could meet someone who's like a homebody who like just wants to stay at home because that's all we really know about him. Yeah. You know, and that's maybe the problem. Or she could meet a really sexy bug and fall in love with the bug. Sometimes people change like an, over a period. Like an aunt with a six pack. Are you implying her new partner's going to be an actual bug? Yes. Maybe she's like a giant bug lady. That's why she's tested, like the like the episode of Buffy when she's like the praying mantis and she eats the cricket sandwich. I mean, they've been together for six years. She's probably eating her husband's head by now, right? I'm not implying she was specifically a praying mantis. She okay. would have done that right after they fucked. Yeah, maybe he but could maybe try she's to... some other kind of bug. Why doesn't he like spice things up in the bedroom? There is by a fetish. A bug well, there is a fetish about having bugs on you. Ew. Like you want to bitten or just having them crawl on you. She's like out there in the night, like bollock naked, just yeah. like bugs crawling all over her. Completely. Gross. I mean, I think though, relationships... Wait, I'm not kink shaming you, that's fine, you should do that, I, I support you. Yeah, I, cool, you do you, hun, but like, oh. um, Yeah, I think sometimes people change in relationships, Some, so that's why sometimes they shouldn't always last forever. Yeah. And don't just stay in it because, you know... For the sake of staying together. Mm. If you aren't working, you don't work. She seems like she's very clear on what she's doing. Yeah. It doesn't sound from her his letter that she seemed to care. No, she doesn't really seem to care, Which does she? Which was the kicker yeah. for me. I wonder if... I wonder if part... Because I wonder if it's, it's almost like a projection of how she feels about him. Like, she just... Maybe she does care. She does have capacity to care about someone in her life, but it's just uh. not him. And she's just instead of that, right, acting right, on right. It, instead of breaking a sad little homebody heart, she's just concentrating on the bugs. Ah, like that came first. This is yeah. actually the right because yeah. you know six years is a long time if you're you know be sitting in the house on your own while your wife's in the back garden playing with her aunts or whatever. Oh yeah, now so is this a new thing or is it like all of a sudden mm. one day he has a problem with it? Let me go back. I don't think he really specified. I mean, like is her is if her obsession has grew to the point of an unhealthy one, which it did sound like it was starting to. And can I just say, he, maybe that's normally like. So it seems to have been the whole time, right? But it seemed like it. I assumed that it had been increasing. But if a hobby, if a passion around a hobby is increasing to the point of being a bit unhealthy, mm. that's your 
that's a symptom of something else. So he doesn't actually really talk about much of an escalation. So he's got future plans to escalate. Um, mm-hmm. I think, to be honest, this is... She's like his manic pixie dung beetle girl. Like he think he kind of I think he'd seen a little bit. He kind of fetishized the fact that uh, she's oh she's not like the other girl. She's a cool bug scientist. And the reality of it is very. And different. then the, when the reality hit him, the fact that she has to be dedicated to her work because it seems to be a work. She wants to travel around the world looking for it. Or whatever. But is it her work? I thought it was just a hobby. I mean, well, I guess what's the line? Yeah, what is the line? Yeah, maybe she wants it to be a work. Yeah, I kind of feel like yeah, he kind of fetishized this this ideal image of her and. When you are a person with a strong personality or a slightly different um, kind of set of behaviours to normal people, people do have the... You can sometimes appear to be like, oh, this is so cool and exciting, but people get bored of that shit pretty quickly. Oh, God, And, completely. you know, we, we both experienced that the hard way. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, people get excited by the difference and then they're like, oh, this is annoying, can't you be normal? Do you it's like, going to no. happen with the podcast? Maybe. Oh, no. Don't leave us... So leave us. Don't yeah, leave us. no, and and I think, but that's the thing. She obviously has a lot of passion, and it's not fair in a relationship to say to your significant other, "I don't want you to, to have that passion anymore." That's no, not totally. fair to do that. that. Away, yeah. I think that if it's becoming problematic, where she's becoming obsessed, it it's generally a sign of some other unhealthy yeah. things happening in her life. Okay, so, but I think. If the passion and you and you know as a husband don't merge, yeah, then you're probably not right for each other. Yeah, uh, you need to because people in life need a passion. You need to, I think, sir, 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 sir. You need to basically don't approach it the same way. You got to take a deep breath, try to be present in the situation, and try not to respond to her anger. Or maybe if she she's... needs a hobby. Try not to respond to her anger if she kicks off at you. You need to set an ultimatum. You need to say, right, I need to speak to you about this. We need to get to the bottom of the situation. You need to find out if she cares about you. You need to find out if she does or does not want kids. You need to basically kind of rationalise what that means to you. And you need to say to her, you spend more time on your hobby than me. It makes me feel unvalued and it's making our relationship difficult. I might have to leave if this doesn't change. And then you make a compromise. You say, maybe instead of spending seven days a week with your bugs every second day we can have a date night and do something together then the other days you can be free to play with your bugs and your plants as often as you like that's my suggestion for how to solve that that's what do you a, think about it that's a really good suggestion thanks very much but I'm I pre- think he my suggestion to him would be that he needs some sort of hobby or something in his life you're almost telling people to get a hobby I know I really am I just I'm, I know, I'm always like get a hobby like I you know what it is I just I don't even have a hobby really but like I just think a lot of people in life don't have passions and have things that they're kind of interested in and passionate mm. about. And that puts a lot of pressure on your relationships, you know? Like, to hang out with your significant other sort of every night and just do things, everything together. Mm. I think that's a lot of pressure to put on you. I think, you know, this lady seems like she's got a huge amount of passion for her for her interest and that's an admirable thing Mm. but if you're with someone who doesn't have an interest in anything that's so such an imbalance there you know like he needs something that could take his interest definitely what would you suggest for him i don't know what have i suggested to people recently i made my sister watch korean dramas she liked those yeah that's a good shout there's a lot of them out there and they're apparently quite addicting yeah, everyone needs a hobby or something to do. A hobby or a passion. 
he could, I don't know, it depends on what kind of guy he is. It could be golfing or chess or Dungeons and Dragons or read stamp a, collecting. I don't read know. Read a fucking book. Stop whining. I, I've turned on him now. I think he's a pussy. Well, he just needs someone to do. To be honest, she sounds kind of cool. Kind of weird bug lady. Mm. Even though I don't want her bugs near me or to touch me at all. If I met someone like that, I'd be like, oh, what a weird thing to do. Cool. You're awesome. Yeah. With your plants and talking to them. The baby talks too far. But there is actually, I think, the, I think plants can. I think plants grow. There's like a study done that if plants are spoken to nicely, they actually grow better. Alright. So... So I think we've summed that up pretty yeah, nicely. We have solved all the problems. Solved all the problems like, in the world. Anything else to mention before we wrap up? <sighs> Just same problems. It's leave really... us a review, please. Leave us a comment. Give us a follow us on Twitter. And I know I get it. Like the the review asking is so annoying because yeah. you're just like, oh, shut up. But. You know, please, if you have a podcast, we'll leave you a review. Yeah, totally. Tell us. Just say, hey, leave my podcast a review. I want, like, if it's good, I'll listen. To, I'll listen to it if you want. I'll leave you a review if, even if it's terrible. Like, it could be a podcast of you just farting into a glass for, like, half an hour. I don't care. I'll leave you a good review. Just leave us one as well. Okay. Smash that motherfucking like button. That's what, people, that's what people say. Right. Smash that motherfucking yeah. like button. Yeah. Anything else? No. Okay, I'm going to leave everyone on this thought here. Just remember, everyone... True friends will always find a way to help you. Fake friends will always find an excuse. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you, Jesse James was a lad that killed many a man. He robbed the Glendale train. He stole from the rich and he gave to the poor. He'd a hand and a heart and a brain. Well, it was Robert Ford, that dirty little coward. I wonder now how he feels. Afraid of Jesse's bread, and he slept in Jesse's bed, and he laid for Jesse in his grave. Well, Jesse had a wife to mourn for his life, three children.